0: Welcome everyone i am johnny christ and this is the drinks with johnny podcast thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode and i hope you all had a wonderful easter weekend i know i had a great one brunch all the fun stuff you know how it goes make sure you guys are uh, subscribed following sharing all those wonderful wonderful things thank all of you filthy animals for being a part of this very cool and very fun uh, project i have going on in this podcast we got uh some great guests and uh this this episode is no different i mean we got the two guys from fame on fire blake and brian uh the singer and guitarist and we get into everything about how they're like a a cover band but not really and now they got a, a new uh record levels that's out now um our connections through hopeless records uh, which we were on back in you know 2003 um, we get into so much more stuff had a really really fun chat with these guys um and uh i, I really hope good things for their future um and uh yeah we even shared a couple drinks which was uh, it's, it's that's always fun so <laughs> uh i'm gonna shut up now and talk to you guys at the end but uh uh you know i really appreciate you guys so i really hope you enjoyed this episode so without further ado i bring you blake and brian of fame on fire What's up everybody? I'm Johnny Christ, and this is Drinks with Johnny. Thanks for tuning in to another week, another episode, another fantastic chat. I hope we'll find out in a second, right? Uh, I'm joined by two members of Fame on Fire, Brian and Blake. And how the fuck are you guys doing on a wonderful Friday afternoon? Feeling great, ready to get lit, ready to talk to him shop. Yeah.
1: Go. Brian's been talking Brian's been talking all week about how he's just gonna get shit faced. <laughs>
0: like, all right, let's go. A lot of oh. freak- Oh, are you, are you, are you, yeah, What's up man? It's 12 where you're at. Yeah, it's 12 in the afternoon. It's, you guys are in Florida, right? Yeah, right it's, there. it's 3 o'clock over here right now, so. <laughs> I love that.
2: But it's Friday. You can never start too early. Well, I guess yeah. With that being said. With that being said.
0: So we start drinking now, right? Uh, I mean, it's a little early for stupid questions, but yeah, let's, let's start drinking now. Tito's. I should have
1: gone, should have gone first. It's, it's okay.
0: <laughs> This is this is more than okay. You're just gonna have it straight or what do you guys uh high life and Tito's? he's just gonna go straight vodka? What's up?
2: Well we also got some sake here. He's a maniac.
0: <laughs> you're gonna do vodka and sake. You ever try it? Not together. I mean I mean not in the same cup. I mean yeah, no, you're gonna have to I, I don't have any sake at that, the house. So definitely a vodka.
1: Apparently the sake isn't that great, so he's just gonna wash it down with the Tito's. Yeah, so
2: here's the deal actually. Okay. So there's this drink that you can only get at Walmart. Okay. It's cotton candy flavor, and it's like a seltzer. seltzer, yeah. It's cotton candy seltzer. Fantastic with vodka. Okay. the candy... best
0: ever. Yeah, that sounds actually, I could I could back that. I could get, I could mess with that. That sounds good. Like a cotton candy vodka, yeah. It's gave, a... They're dangerous, though. Yeah, of course. Well, everything good kind of is, right? I love that you're just rocking oh. the Miller High Life. I got a lot Woody of it and
1: just High Life, so I
0: don't <laughs> know what else to go with. Dude. So how's 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 life in Florida right now, guys? Like uh, everything's starting to get back to normal a little bit, but you know you're in one of like the famous states for kind of not giving a fuck in a lot of places. So uh, no, <laughs> how was like, it for you guys? Absolutely not giving a fuck.
2: <laughs> um, it's been good. I mean, like, I'm gonna be honest. We're pretty responsible people mm-hmm. when it comes to the COVID shit. So I mean, we've been you know keeping our heads low, you know, grinding out new music, working in the studio together.
1: Nice. Not really going out to bars or anything. Yeah, Yeah. You know? kicking it Homebody style, you know.
0: Yeah, not playing shows. Yeah, how far? Do you, uh, where? Where exactly? You guys are in West Palm Beach, or is that where you yeah. guys started? Palm Beach, yeah, like right there. Cool, cool. Do you, so I uh, know that's where we are. We started, was, yeah. All of it.
1: All of it. All of it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll end too. I don't know. <laughs> um,
0: how far is? How far, Do you guys know the dudes in uh um a data remember? Neil Westphal is not far from you guys. He was on the show before.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. We, um, we're um, kind of like LinkedIn. I mean, we're uh, closer, I think, to, like, Josh, okay, player, and uh, I think he's, like, right Jupiter, not far. Um, but, yeah, yeah, some I mean, of the casino last week. Some of the casino down here. Um, had a couple of same reps, you know, on the back end of things. So, yeah, pretty close.
0: Right on, right on. So I, I only bring that up to say that like Neil was uh, uh, really hunkered down as well, and as you guys said, you're uh, being pretty responsible or uh, taking it a little seriously. But things are starting to come back. Um, shit, you guys have uh, announced you are going to be on the Rebel Rock Fest September twenty fourth to twenty sixth in Orlando. Um, some big names there. Are you guys pretty confident that show's going off without a hitch, or or what, what's it, what are you guys hearing?
1: Um, Yeah, we just take things, uh, you know, I guess with a grain of salt, because who knows what's happening. But, um, you know, everyone's optimistic about shows coming back on soon. And especially down in in Florida, you know, around that August, September mark, we're hoping that everything's back to normal. Uh, And as far as we go, we're hoping to just, you know, get the dust off and we all all of us live like pretty close to each other so it's not difficult to get together and jam and write and practice and stuff like that so
2: yeah we're just you know we're just really excited for when the world finally opens back up and we can actually get our sea legs back go back on tour
0: yeah
2: see the world you know i nick things for you and event
0: soundful because
2: you know has it hasn't been good that you've had like more than <laughs> yeah, a year
0: off uh, there's silver linings right um for sure i mean we we, we got off the road in 2018 um took a little break and then started writing a new record then um something we still uh, we haven't completed to to the nines yet as they say but uh something we're still working on and but you know we probably would have released it and been out a little sooner but we all have young families the pandemic hit you know it it actually kind of gave us a little bit of a hiatus but like kind of a forced one you know a lot of bands at, at, at our time have uh, you know taken you know six seven years off and just been like okay we need a break, um, and this one has kind of given us that break in a lot of way in a lot of respects without you know having to come out and say yeah we're just taking a little little breather here, um, so you know hanging out with the, with my with my son he's four years old um, I'm getting some of that stuff that I would not have gotten because I would have been on the road as you guys know how it goes I would have not been home with my family I would have missed out on a lot of things. So that silver lining is, you know, it's been fine and we're still working. And I, uh, luckily I started this podcast in 2019 before the shit all happened. Um, and then we had to swerve to start doing these zoom things. I didn't know what zoom was at the time, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's been, it's been great to, uh, chat with guys like you, uh, as yourselves and, um, I I'm I'm a pretty big extrovert. So for a while there when we were like not able to talk to anyone or other than just FaceTime and stuff. Now I've seen friends and family of course. Uh but for a while there it was kind of kind of fucks with your head if you're an extrovert. So uh it was it was kind of Yeah. It was kind of weird to I, hunker down and then uh, how did you guys experience it like when it first went down? I know I know a lot has changed over the years uh not years year little plus. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot has changed over that year like um and things are getting better, but for a while there, we didn't know what this thing was. And it was pretty, pretty, I don't know. For me, it was pretty, pretty uh, scary. Um, uh, but now knowing a little bit more, a little bit more research, people getting the vaccine, everything's getting cool. How was it like when you guys, wh- where were you when it, when it all hit for you?
2: Oh, I, I got this. I got, okay. So we were actually on tour. Cool. Um, where at? we were in. We were headed down to Jacksonville,
1: and all of us were sick, I think, already. Well, actually, hold up, because it wasn't a crazy run. It was just like a two-, three-week thing, just like kind of mid and then mostly East Coast. But our first stop from here with the bottom of the state, we had to go all the way to Lincoln, Nebraska. Nebraska. And so once we got there and started to go up and over, we started to hear about everything. This is like late February, you know what I'm saying, like – started hearing about everything but we're like oh shit and then as we got to the next stop the previous stop was hit you know and so we're like almost racing it and we're just like as long as we stay okay you know we're in a little rv and you know sanitize and just don't get too close to people we were doing our thing and then that's when finally it was like march 12th to the 13th yeah so our bass player got sick and then but not with
2: not with, the we, vid. not with the vid, but then like yeah, we all got sick collectively. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell you
0: if it was the vid or not. It was. It no, was. No, weird. It wasn't. It was. Well, did you get, Did don't. you get tested for the antibodies? Um, no, okay. never got tested for that. that. That would have been your answer. But I mean, but yeah, I, no, like no, no, I, I got gotcha.
2: you. I feel like I dodged a lot of bullets. I don't know. Um,
0: <laughs> well, you've been touring for a long but, time. We, um, I, I, yeah. I saw I saw a wonderful uh, meme uh, months ago, and. uh, it showed a porta potty, and like if you've been if you've been on a warp tour and used one of these, you already have the vaccine. And it was it was pretty fucking funny. I was like, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty accurate. We're making jokes
1: like that, similar to that. Yeah. Like, oh, we've seen you know some shit before. I mean, we're already good. Yeah.
2: But um, yeah. So our last show was in Jacksonville, and I remember like the mayor of the city was like on that day. He's like, we're gonna shut this down. It was on the 13th of March.
1: Mm-hmm, it was Friday the 13th.
2: Yeah. Oh shit. And he's like, we got to shut down the city. We still played the show, of course, because we were, didn't think much of it or whatever. And um, it was a great show. But we got back home. We couldn't then, wait to get back home. We couldn't wait to get know
1: back home. Go- like, yeah, we don't know, yeah, what we
2: don't know what's going on. going on. Like, there's, like, people are freaking out left and right. So we get back home. And I remember, like, I get back home to, like, this new apartment. I just got and everything. I'm excited to use the amenities. I go to, like, the gym. It's closed. Mm-hmm. Go to the pool. Closed. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And my girlfriend's like, hey, we need to go get supplies. I'm like, yeah. what? It's like, yeah, we gotta go get paper towel and like toilet, toilet paper, paper and, and, water. and waters. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Nothing in the store. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like completely out of the loop for a few weeks. And then basically we all went into like we're not gonna see each other. We're gonna be responsible. Mm-hmm. And then after <laughs> you know a few months of that though, we were like, you know, no fuck this. Like we only see each other. We don't go we don't go to bars, we don't go to anything like that. We only see each other, so we're gonna get in, we're gonna work. You know, if one person's sick, you're gonna know it, right? None of us have been sick. There's been some times where people have like allergies and they feel like weird or whatever, and they're just like, we're just like, okay, we'll just stay home for this session, and see how you feel tomorrow, whatever. Yeah, so we've just really been bunkered down
1: in our own little closed off group. It was kind of like a mind fuck in a sense because, we, like, like you, we're extroverts, like, we like seeing people, meeting people, hanging out. But there's the introverted side of us too, where, you know, we all have our girls, like I'm, you know, engaged and this and that. So it was like, like you said, a forced opportunity to just be a homebody and enjoy, you know, the time you have, but it being forced rather than like, oh, I want to, it's kind of like, all right, well, let's see how this goes. And it took a minute to really adjust, but yeah, now it's all I want to do. (laughs) Yeah. No, it it definitely popped in my head a little bit though. I remember like when
2: quarantine first happened, all I did was eat pizza and Pop-Tarts. Let's go. Pizza and Pop-Tarts.
0: Yeah. How the fuck do you yeah, stay but, you in shape know, then? The gyms were closed and you're eating pizza and Pop-Tarts. I'm looking at you right now. You're oh,
1: right. Uh, there wasn't any we, shape. There wasn't. He's on a part-time paleo diet. So yeah. after he eats that shit, then he goes I don't think part-time back diets
0: back. work, any of them. Uh, if you're no, just going to part-time it, I don't, don't think it's going to work. Oh, okay. Maybe not for you. Maybe not for you. <laughs> it's not for everybody. Okay. Well, you guys are much younger still. than me. You don't know yet. How old are you guys now? 28. 28? Yeah, and. 28. Yeah, well, once you pass 30 and your metabolism changes a little bit and that fucking vodka and cotton candy kitsch is up to you, come back and talk to me. All
2: right, all right, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about this. Zero, you see that? Zero. Zero,
0: okay. Well, yeah, no, I got this vodka soda, too, from a local brewery. It's actually, they started with beer. And they put vodka sodas in the can. They called Four Sons. And there's like right down the street from my That's house. Fucking sick. Yeah. That's Awesome. It's fantastic. It's a fantastic. Dream. Are you in? A, are you in Huntington Beach still? Yes. Yes. Born, raised. Probably would never leave. Fucking. You'll find my grave next to my house somewhere. I don't know.
2: <laughs>
0: How was it over there? Because I know. Because
2: I flew out to L.A. Um, in December, mm-hmm. it, when you know the second wave was happening or whatever. Yeah. And everything got shut down. I went out there to do some sessions and whatever, and it was a ghost town. Yeah,
0: I've never seen L.A. like that in my life. Yeah, so no, L.A. was like
2: Huntington Beach, like
0: L.A. was. Uh, L.A. was, uh, you know, there's, they're they're going to be the last ones back. I mean, places like L.A., uh, San Francisco. I mean, naturally, uh, high populated places, people kind of living on each other. You know, it's it makes sense to me. Um, Huntington, I mean. <laughs> If I'm being honest, they didn't give a fuck here, man. (laughs) I mean, there was a lot of the bars like still open and everything. I mean, I wouldn't go to them, but I'd hear from friends and stuff. I mean, I've, you know, uh, a lot of the proprietors of these places are are good friends of mine. They're just like, you know, I got to do what I got to do. And people are still wanting to come out. So, I mean, uh, you know, I'd say I'd like to say it was 50 50, but I'd be lying. I mean, there was a lot of us that were like taking it seriously. And then there was you could see like. Everyone just out at the bars, no masks, just like having a good time. And some of my family members were were even those people. And I was just like, you know, it's not the best idea, you know. But you know, hindsight, you know, they they everyone made it out okay. For those that didn't, I'm so sorry uh, for your loss. But you know, uh, for a lot of people, they were able to move on and and just kind of just kind of live. And uh, Huntington Beach was definitely one of those places that was like, yeah, we're just we're, we're going to take a couple precautions, but we'll be okay. And uh, shit, here we are.
2: I feel like that was very similar to, like, here, you know, in West Palm Beach. You know, but we also have the people that, like, just straight up refuse to do anything to help. Yeah. You know, it's so crazy, though. Like, 2020 basically just engulfed. It's, like, COVID, and how was your experience in COVID? Like, what the fuck happened?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but then it gets weird, weird too, because, like, for instance, like, my mother, she's super healthy, this and that, but she... Ooh, she felt like a little something she went to go get tested and it and basically came back pop- it, she did the double test like a rapid thing and then the couple day one pcr
0: rapid said up, yeah. no
1: couple day one yeah okay. so you know more than i do but uh basically the the couple day one said yes you have it and so she's like well shit so she for a couple she felt fine for a couple days and she goes well wait this is just so she went again and tested like the next day the rapid and it said no did the antibodies nothing like, she was clean, so it was, like, one of those false positive things. I know nothing. I'm definitely not political by any means or anything like that, so I'm not going to say anything. But, like, you know, it's just one of those things, too, that she got scared, and it was like, well, wait. No, she didn't have anything. So it's messing with our minds and this and that. So it's just a weird thing. I'm
2: mean, just so ready for this shit
1: to be over. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: No. Let's let, let's move past it here, even in this conversation. I'm sure everyone yeah, has talked we, we about see, it for we long, see long enough. We, know, yeah. we, we all know what's going on, everybody. It's, it, it's you know, this is why we're... Doing this via Zoom. Let's cheers each other again. Thanks for being on the show, brothers. This is uh this is pretty hey, cool for me. Cheers. Let's talk a little bit about your music though, man. All right. So you got levels that just came out in 2020. You guys released it. Um what month was that? September fourth? Mm-hmm. Was it
1: September fourth? Yep.
0: September fourth. Nice. Very cool, very cool. Hey. You know what I Love loved it. is when I listened to this record, right at the top, you guys uh kind of poke fun and at uh at yourself or your critics uh, i don't know you, you can you can speak to it a little bit more of you know aren't you that cover band so uh why don't you guys tell me a little bit why why you started a record out that way
2: um okay so the big thing is is that a lot of people did harp on us for being just a cover band which you know obviously is not true because we released a original album and we've had multiple original singles out but you know there was always that kind of stigma that people held over us um it was definitely a poking fun at thing because it's a Jay and Silent Bob quote. <laughs> like, it is wait, um, it's a Jay and Silent
0: Bob quote? Yes. Yeah. Wait wait you've wait, seen, from you've what? Of course I seen I've yeah. seen all the movies, but wait wait wait. I'm, I'm So you know what Which movie so you know when and where?
1: It's Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Okay. And it's when they get into the van with the chicks and what's his name? Uh That's a, Stifler, I don't
0: know, Stifler, don't know yeah. Name, oh. He's in the
1: movie yeah singing, what are you guys like a cover right?
0: band i do remember yeah. this now jay says it when he's getting in the car yeah and yeah yeah and and stifler comes in uh, uh sean william scott and he comes in and he goes uh what's all this talk about farting and uh yes i totally remember <laughs> that
2: <laughs> yo that is literally our that is our jam that movie we will always go back and li- like watch reference anything
0: yeah like oh it's a it's yeah, an amazing yeah. movie will ferrell kills it i mean I grew up with uh, with the Jane and above franchise. I was sitting, you know, it was one of those times when, like, HBO, back in the day, if you had basic cable, like, they'd give you, like, that little teaser for, like, 30 days or whatever. It would just be random. They wouldn't even tell you. It was just like, oh, dude, this this channel's working. So me and my brother are sitting there. Um, he's supposed to be watching me. And we come across the last 20 minutes of Rats on HBO. And I was like, and both of us are dying laughing i mean brody is going insane on it you know it's like so that was my first introduction and then after that i was like they've got more and then we just like i, I started watching going through all the fucking movies because it's fucking so cool. good, so good. All, all of kevin smith's films amazing kevin smith is a fucking genius by the way i just what i gotta be honest guys last night i went down a netflix hole i was up super late because i went down a netflix so i started with this movie i care a lot have you guys seen it no. Uh,
1: I think I saw like the like the preview or whatever it is
0: for but I I don't know about You guys got to watch it. It's a great movie. Um they do a little too many twists and turns for my liking but Peter Dinklage and the actress uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank on it. Phenomenal, phenomenal acting. Um but yeah, yeah, so I watched that and then I followed up with The Last Blockbuster. And Kevin Smith is one of the guys that they're interviewing oh. for this. Have you guys seen The Last Blockbuster yet? No, but meaning to watch it. Dude. I haven't been on Netflix in a long time. Yeah, it looks fine. How have you not been on everyone's been on Netflix for the last year? How have you not been on fucking Netflix?
2: <laughs> Gaming. Look, 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 I do things out of the ordinary. I um I'm I like YouTube. Okay. Uh video games. And TikTok.
0: TikTok. Do you have it do you That's have a it. TikTok? Oh, we got a TikTok. Oh, oh yeah. It's like Loki kind of popping now. up. Oh, my God. Oh
1: fuck yeah we, got, yeah! we got some little moments on here happening. I'm yeah, gonna have to. So you know, I don't you
0: know, have a TikTok. I, I my my only knowledge of TikTok is when my wife sends me something. She's like, "You gotta check this out." She's on it all the time. I'm like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about."
1: But yeah. well actually. So we did something where we're just like in this room, like this is Brian's studio. And We're just in this room, and like um, we, one of our homies, Manny, who's like our video guy and content guy, mm-hmm. he just pulled up TikTok, and like there was a loop that we were playing, like on the on the whatever. And I was playing uh, riffing, and. Uh, it the idea came up like Brian will just shout out like a band or something like uh uh Disturbed and I'll just like play a a, a riff Disturbed style mm-hmm. over the loop uh and we named a couple different things and then we do a funny one or something uh and then that like blew up I mean that's like eight hundred thousand views or something and then we did wow. a set a follow up where I'm sitting there and I'm pretty sure someone throws out avenge Sevenfold so I play something simp- like un- unholy confession style. <laughs> You know, without like ripping it off completely, and I'm just like, he- you know, headbanging whatever. But like, people love that shit. You just get on, don't even think about it, and just do it, and it's a hit or miss. But so far, it's been a hit. So
2: yeah, honestly, you would be massive on TikTok, just telling tour stories and shit. <laughs> I, <can laughs> say, yeah. I, don't I don't know, know man. Someone's gonna, to, someone's gonna have to.
0: Someone's gonna have to run it for me, though. I'm not. I'm. This is this is as like tech savvy as I get, guys. I'm still podcasting. I don't even know if the kids even care about that anymore. So. You know, I'm just having a good time. No,
2: podcasting is very in right
0: now. Oh, cool. I'm hit. You're good right now. I'm hip. I'm with it.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Uh, Let's get back to the music that we just went around. We went around the block and a couple miles out of the way, but we started talking about the record um, uh, and then we went into a Jade Bob thing. I don't know. The listeners right now are like, what the, I was, I thought I was going to hear about fucking fame on fire. I didn't know I was going to actually listen to this shit.
2: No, you're actually just hearing about ADD and how it works.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so new record levels. We, we talked about uh, the cover band. A lot of people know you guys as a cover band. I mean, let's let's talk about that. Let's be honest. Like, uh, you guys have a huge following, as you mentioned on YouTube, for uh, your co- your rock covers of these super famous big songs, and you guys do a, a reimagined uh, a version of it. Um, And it seems like you guys are kind of like doing it like once a month still. Like, uh, is that something that you guys continue to do? What was the thinking behind it when you started that? You know, Um, and is it the chicken or the egg? Where you were you're doing uh, your own music before and then started doing the covers, or was it the covers and you're like, hey, we should probably start making our own music?
1: Take it from the top. It's so
2: interesting. It's 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 got to be from the top, and it's it's Mm. a bit of a journey. Yeah, let's go. We were in a band, so Blake, myself, and our drummer were all in a band together. So three out of the four. Three yeah. out of the four. I was the lead guitarist. Um, you know,
1: yeah.
2: not a singer, lead guitar player, and uh, Blake was the rhythm, our drummer, Alex, and uh, then we had the singer who was kind of a, a crackhead. You know, you know, you know how singers can be, and <laughs> not literally, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> I like you just threw yourself under the bus on that one too. Go ahead, continue. Oh, I'm
2: so. I- I'm like a hyper aware singer, you know,
0: um, (laughs) that is a rarity, my friend.
2: Yeah, but I, dude, I still have the singer. I I still do the singer shit, you know, where I'm not aware that I was doing it. And then I look back, I'm like, wow, I was being a real fucking singer. Uh,
0: We've, we've got, we've gotten pretty lucky with ours, but, uh, I, I, I mean, I've been around the block. I've, I've I've, I've met a few singers in my day (laughs) for sure. But, um, so we were in a band and we were
2: like, this isn't working. Let's call it quits. Whatever, we're gonna move on. We're gonna get away from our singer. We don't want to deal with him anymore. So Blake and I move to Orlando. Um, and our drummer, Alex, goes, Hey, I wanna do a drum cover of Katy Perry's Unconditionally.
0: And we go. I love Katy okay, Perry, by the way. So and I head. love this cover. Dude, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off there, but I just have to say how much hey. I love fucking Katy Perry. Dude, Teenage Dream, that entire record. I was out I was out front washing my car, blaring it and like my teenage neighbor was like are you listening to katie perry and because i'm all tatted up and everything washing my fucking car listening to fucking <laughs> teenage dream it was you know was when it was you know years ago whenever it came out and uh yeah my teenage girl yeah yeah The teenage girl and her mom were like walking by and they're like they were really confused it was it was fucking hilarious to me sorry go on you were so you started with the katie katie perry cover
2: so we're our drummer wanted to do a Katy Perry drum cover of Unconditionally. And we were like, okay, I had a studio in Orlando. It was in my bedroom. You know, I slept on a futon. So, you know, you sit in the futon, you sit where I sleep. You know. Yeah, no. <laughs> or, yeah. It's nice Well, it's crazy. not shit yeah. where you yeah. sleep.
0: You sit where you sleep. Yeah, no, no. I get, I had a futon before as well. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's convenient. It's economic. I, I back it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, so Blake and I are in the studio. We're putting the song together for the drum cover. And so we get the drums done for it. And then he goes, hey, this would sound sick with some guitar on it. And so he goes and throws guitar on it by himself. Never asked me for it. He just throws guitar on it. And he shows me. He's like, yo, do you think this is sick? And I'm like, yeah, it sounds sick. He's like, I think we should, like, Alex should do, like, a full cover of this. Yeah or something and th- well
1: at this point we can't like it was a full production with you still heard you know the katy perry vocals so one that just in itself back in 2013 didn't sound that proper and then two we didn't know really if you get flagged or whatever so it was like we're like yo we need a singer on this at this time brian was doing like background vocals you know what i'm saying like he wasn't a singer um but he's a great uh engineer mi- mixer producer this and that so he knows you know what he's doing in the studio And so we kind of like, we're fishing around for this and that. And I'm just like, yo, like we're roommates and I know what he's capable of doing. And, and I said, fuck, no, he didn't want to sing it. I'm just like, come (laughs) on, bro. Like, and so no, I I was like, I'll find someone else. And I was like, there's no one else. So I was relentless. I was like, nah, you're doing it. Like, let's just go. Yo, just,
2: he literally goes, just go outside, smoke a cigarette, drink some tea and try it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And, and I was like, "This is this is this fine, is your whatever. this so is your like, vocal
0: uh, procedure right there. There's a little cigarette, a little tea, you know, really taking yeah. care of the vocal cords. I love it. Let's, oh, let's go,
2: dude. Trying to fuck them up as much as I could because I sang like really clean and like choiry. And I was like, I don't want to sound like this. I want to <laughs> sound like metal. I want to sound like Chester Bennington, you know. So that was my routine because Chester smoked cigarettes, so I'm gonna smoke cigarettes. <laughs> wow."
0: That's what the cool kids are doing, apparently. Yeah,
2: yeah, (laughs) Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, so we, so he finally convinced me to do it. So I do it, and I'm like, okay, I actually sound pretty good on this. And I do my utmost engineering magic on this to make it sound great. Mm. And I'm like, holy shit, I sound fucking cool. This is awesome. And we release it, think nothing of it. About a week passes by, uh, we
1: shoot a video. Another week passes by. We weren't even we weren't even fame on fire at this point. Yeah, it was literally Alex Roman, unconditionally, uh, metal cover. Okay. A rock gun. It was there was it wasn't a band. It was just like a full performance video in a garage. I had gotten into like a fender bender two days before, so my neck was destroyed. I'm headbanging. I'm like after every take, I had to just put my head down, like I couldn't do it. Wait, wait, you like, still I mean, were.
0: Wait, 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 wait. You got an fender bender. Yeah. Your neck's fucked up, and you still headbang
1: yeah I don't know you, if you live the, the miller high life. life
0: i'm just going to tell you right now you live the, the miller I'm high out. Life.
1: i'm out give me another one <laughs> I'm I'm in higher life right now so <laughs> point is point is we, we drop it release at this that is called alex roman and it's like look people are something happened i don't know what it was but like essentially then it went viral um long story short people were hearing it on this like Alternative radio station. This is 2013, by the way. 2013. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are commenting on the video. I heard it in Philadelphia. I heard it in Seattle. I heard it in Las- Los Angeles. I heard it, and so we're like, "What the fuck?" So people are begging, like, "Yo, what?" We didn't know that we knew. So we've been doing and this also, for years. What is your band name? What's the band name? So we've been doing this for years and played locally every weekend, and it didn't really go anywhere. We didn't really know social media. This and that. We do this like bullshit thing that we had fun doing, but like no name, no nothing. We just threw it out there, and it it clicked like right place, right time. So we sit down or like i mean look this is a great opportunity to get back to doing what we want to do as far as writing music and being a band but uh, what are we going to do so I, I had i had the name fame on fire i don't know what it was at at the time i thought maybe it could be a cool album
0: name mm-hmm.
2: we um,
1: sat outside in the morning talking yeah. to our pet ducks yeah. drinking coffee smoking
0: cigarettes and i said back up. no 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 i got um, i got to interrupt you there pet ducks what yeah, what do you what mean, mean? Like what? No, like 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 that's a common thing.
2: They were the
1: thing. local. They were the local. They were the local <laughs>
0: ducks. They weren't our pets. I mean, what are you what are you <laughs> fucking Joey funny. and Chandler, chicken duck fucking from Friends? <laughs> like, what's up, dude?
1: Basically.
2: Yeah, we had two ducks, Bill and Irene. Bill and Irene, Bill yeah. Bill and Irene, they were vocal. great names. They were
1: like, great names. They yeah. were such a good old duck couple. It was great.
2: Yeah, there were a couple of
1: ducks. <laughs> Anywho, so we were like, you know what? Let's, let's do this. We went past the ducks. We're like, let's do this. Let's give it an honest go. But at this point, it's like, well, shit, like, seems like a pretty good business plan. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cover, like, you know, top 40 songs as they're coming out. Do a fucking sicker version to it. People like it. We're developing our sound, number one. Yep. Number two, the audience is growing for us. And then it's like the plan was always to drop original songs. But early on, just like most people, it was the consistency factor. I mean, we were, you know, young and dumb and this and that. Every eight we're, months. We, were, we
2: were also living in a party town. We were living in Orlando. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. So, you know, we lived Orlando. right next to the college. And so we we're really? always partying at the college yeah. with the college kids, whatever. What's the so name we of that, What's the name of that and arena? And
0: we, I always, the, the arena next to the college. Uh, we played it a few times. I, I love that arena. So you're,
1: so you're talking to the opener. Could, oh, it, it oh, oh. Don't, uh, don't. Uh, no, he's no, we're the Magic there. Place. Oh, it's like the um it's like that network marketing thing. <laughs> That's the arena. It's called something that. Anyway, we we played there the a couple of times. I, Nico from
0: Nico from Iron Maiden came out one of the times. I remember that. And uh just the uh, the college town. I just want yeah, to talk actually, about the the college town is just uh I love playing those. I, I actually miss uh doing some of the smaller college towns because it was just such a party. You go in I mean, we played in fucking gymnasiums, guys. Like we we did that. We did that circuit. Like we go and do the the college town That's gymnasiums.
1: That's, That's awesome. So I dope. love that. Not to go off on another tangent, but you say Nico, and literally we grew up like essentially down the street from him and and his son. Like we were boys with all of them. So oh shit, it's kind of funny. Yeah, um, Justin I, yeah, Justin. Yeah, Justin. Yeah. Son. Yeah. Yeah, because he, um, he, he lives he lives right and, there, and fucking
0: him, yeah. yeah, and his his son. Uh, we met his son one of the times. I mean, I can't remember. Uh, which came first, our our tour with Iron Maiden or Nico coming out? I, I honestly, at this point, right now, I can't remember. Someone could probably correct me think, in the comments. Uh,
2: I think it was, it was, it was Nico coming out because I remember like him coming out to me. He's like, it's like, "Yeah, I was hanging out with Avenged Stonefold over the weekend." Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, the sun. The
0: sun. <laughs> no, Nico was not doing that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, he looked a little more like. Oi! so i was with Ben sevenfold
0: the other day yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's funny no he was a, I, I, I was a yeah, great I, I was a great hang with them like when they came out i was like you know huge iron maiden fan you know and then he's like oh this is my son and he was so respectful and really cool and we were, we just had a great chat and hang um uh i th- i want to say the first time was like an outdoor venue in orlando I, I i'm trying to think of which one it was but anyways it was many years ago it's,
1: it's a-
2: Oh, not, I don't remember the name of that. It's down here.
0: Yeah, that is down here. I don't remember it's the name of the venue. Yeah.
1: So why go back, let's go back to the store.
2: Yeah, so, back to the store. So anyways.
0: Um, here's another ADD moment for you So guys.
2: we start... Oh, yes. Okay. Hey, we got to go off on them. They're important. People like ADD. All right? <laughs> it's in. It's hip. So <laughs> it is hip. So we, um, so we start eventually getting our shit together. You know, we uh, go through... We have, we have this guy that we were working with. He was in a band. Um, you know, he was signed to Capitol Records, and he said, hey, I want to manage you guys. And we were like, eh? But he's like, trust me, I'm going to help you get your shit together and help you put out content and grow as a band. And we said, all right, dude, let's see what you can do. So he started helping us put our shit together and said, hey, you guys should be consistent with the covers because you know that it works. You know, build an audience, and then you can do your original music. And we said, okay, let's build an audience. So with our knowledge of studio our work ethic our manager everything comes together we start putting out multiple covers and then we're like okay so we're gonna start putting out a cover an original cover an original and then you know we put on an, an ep and then i think it was around 2018 we really got consistent with the covers and originals covers and originals
1: right yeah because 2017 was probably the as far as like the, the cover game i mean yeah. we were doing like exo tour life stuff like that not really like numbers for us. So, kind of changed a little bit of how we do things and add more like hip hop elements because we all grew up on it. And um, yeah, 2018 is when we started pushing a little bit more of the original and our actual original skill, you know, kind of increased. And I mean, it's not a given, but we're covering these, I mean, you know, pinnacle songs. I mean, as far as songwriting goes, I mean, you know, Adele and Sheeran, like, oh, it's nuts. I mean, it's the top of the top in a way. So it's like you're kind of indirectly learning how to, Uh, mimic that but you learn from it and so all of a sudden 2018 our original started to get a little better at least noticeably better internally and we were going back and forth cover original cover original cover and it it essentially got us signed yeah we signed to hopeless
0: yeah so i'll I'll get to hopeless here in a second but i really liked what you were just saying there blake like the 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 the, you're learning the songwriting skills—you're not just covering. You're—you're you're like, I mean, these are incredible songwriters. I mean, that—that that, that are creating these songs, and uh, through trans, uh, transcriptions and and everything like that, you're kind of learning uh, their approach to music and kind of finding a way to incorporate for yourself. Which I—I I didn't realize uh, how uh, in depth this was going to go, but that's a that's a really cool thing. I mean, that, that that's a really. Humble and artistic way of looking at it, and I think that's really cool. Yeah,
2: you you really learn what it takes to make a song great. You know,
1: yeah. yeah. And, and by no means is it like, let's say, uh, I don't want to use the word like cynical or something, but it's not like we were using the strategy purely for our own benefit. It was just we have fun doing this. Um, oh, this like is this is a podcast. Like you could that. just
0: say you, you weren't doing it as a whore. You actually like wanted to like 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 learn these th- songs money, yeah. and stuff. So-
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, <without laughs> but i mean it, it came from everything i mean just you know uh, essentially structure um you know melody is important for me as you know we're, we're all songwriters in the band and mm-hmm. for me the thing that stands out is melody um lyrics you know brian melody as well but you know he's the singer so we even learn again indirectly on like how to really like hone in on emotion and you know everyone there's a lot of people that let's say talk shit about like top 40 songs or whatever it's like, oh. You know, it's just the most poppy cookie cutter stuff. It's like in the end, though, there's Uh a reason, and it's not just because someone's name's on it. It's you have to have that connection, that emotional connection of what you're saying one way or another. Now, there's a few that, you know, there's a few that, you know, just made it there without that, but we learned that as well. Well, the ones that keep staying at
0: the top 40s, let's be honest, the ones that keep staying at the top 40s, lyrically, they're doing great. Some of them are writing their own songs, some of them have the greatest writing team. Uh, you know of the of the of the era that they're in as well. You know, I mean, there's a lot that goes into the, sure. into a top forty. Like a lot of people just look at it, and go, you know, as you said, a lot of people kind of shit on it. But it, when you really think about it, like, it's touching more people because that's just what it is. It's 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 pop because it's popular music. You know what I mean? That's literally the definition of it. So it's like it, it's popular. Yeah. So like yeah, because it's touching a lot of people. Like you know and and. And it's uh, you know, when you really break it down and if you're really thinking about it, you're like, damn, that's hooky. Why is that stuck in my head? And then you break it down you look at it and you're like, oh, shit. That chord progression with that melody just makes so much sense. And then lyrically on top of it, you have someone yeah. connecting. All these elements come come together for that. And you guys studying that, coming together and co- coming up with a record like Levels, kudos to you.
2: Thank you. Thank Appreciate you it. Hard. Yeah, it's it's just... It's it really it breaks down to just like the emotional value of the song with you know the catchiness of it. Mm-hmm. You have those two in a song and you have yourself a banger. You really, really yeah. do.
1: And especially like with what you're saying, kind of breaking it down further, is almost the way you broke it down as a reiteration to us that in a sense, all the stuff, even though it's let's say a genre, it's still all an illusion. I mean, it's popular. It's illusion that it's just it stands out to you because you feel it, you get it. And so in a very bold sense uh, are sort of, you know, what we stand for, if you will, and what we're like looking to do long-term and definitely not in a sense of we don't think we're the best or anything, no ego. It's just more of just like what we strive to do is, I mean, we grew up in an era that was, you know, you guys and rock was like at at a pinnacle. I mean, heavier music was not, you know, scared. No one was scared of it. And then we also grew up on where it started to shift to more pop hip hop rap. So it's like, in the end, heavy for us is, isn't a genre; it's an illusion. And so, when we hear something like, let's just say, like Juice World or Post Malone, it's like we're going, like we're making that ugly face when the beat comes in. We're going, like in a sense, it's like, man, this is heavy. Not a single. I like you just topic, call it the you know? ugly face. So way. we, yeah, literally, literally, yeah, the ugly face. You know, it's like, oh, you just, oh, I can't get enough of it. Mm. So, yeah. So for for us, it's like long. Yeah, it's like long term. <laughs> it's like, why can't we again? Not in a sense like we know best, but why can't we? kind of push that envelope, and, you know, and a couple covers helped us do that where, you know, it was rap songs that we made heavy, and, you know, dudes screaming on it, like, Bloody Murder, and, you know, these rap kids are going like, ooh, wait, what the hell is this? And then they go, actually, it kind of goes. People that
2: have never listened to rock in their entire fucking lives literally DM us and go, thank you, you opened my eyes to rock, or whatever, like... Really, that's a, awesome. Like, See, that, that when yeah.
0: you get those DMs, I mean, I, I love... I'm starting to love social media for that. Is every once in a while you get like that, that, that direct connection with someone that likes what you're doing and they're just, you know, giving you a pat on the back cause we always pat ourselves on the back all the time, but it's good to like have someone else do it every once in a while.
2: Yeah. And you know, now there's like artists, like MGK, Maggie Lindon, like mm-hmm. all these people being more rock trippy red. They want to go into the more rock realm. Like rock rock is on its revival stage right now,
0: you know? And I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, we for me, it never really went yeah. away. But I mean, I'm also it was disconnected for a long time as uh as as you get older. You get older, you have kids, you'll you'll start to get a little disconnected.
2: Well, there's also the thing of you guys have your Holt fan base too, and they're that not happens. going anywhere.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, the, yeah. Well, they are the fucking best. Uh, I can't I I can't thank them enough because without that, I wouldn't be shit. So. But let, let's wonder, get in. I
1: wonder if it's a great time. Uh, hold on, hold on. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. What Go ahead. Talking about, yeah. talking about your fans and this and that. I mean, it might be a great opportunity to po- kind of point my finger at
0: one of your biggest fans. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I heard about this, this Brian. I believe you have. What a do you mean you heard about this? I. What do you mean you heard about that? I, I, ha- I have little birdies, buddy. I know what's going on in the world. Uh, the. I got. I have a. So have a uh, I'll tattoo, tell you about the right?
2: tattoo. Yeah, and it's not a death bat though,
1: which I think you should probably get. Yeah.
0: After right? this, can I can can we film you getting a can we film you getting a death bat tattoo somewhere on your fi- on your forehead? Yes. Your yeah. yeah. What do you want? Right. On the forehead? Yes. I and mean, can I can I can I do it? I'm not a tattoo artist at all. Yeah. Nor I'm am I like, an artist at all. All right, well <laughs> we'll give you the terrible policy. <laughs> And I, oh, I, I kind of, dude, I kind of do. Like, it's, it's, it's actually an inside joke around me and my friends. Like, I have the shakiest hands of all time. And it's, a lot of people would say, oh, it's because he drinks so much. It's not that. Like, I've had it my whole life.
1: That's like a bass player, Paul. Maybe it's a bass player thing. Yeah, it's a bass player thing. It's gotta ah.
0: be. Gotta be. All right, let's, let, let's let's hear about this tattoo, though.
2: So, I have the uh, Until the End tattooed on me, which is a B-side from, what album is that? Is that? That was that Diamonds the, in the Rough, uh, I Nightmare believe. album?
0: Was it Diamonds in the Rough? I believe so. Until the end, uh, I don't know, man. I'm the worst at my own fucking music. Dude, my producer's just over here. He's like, dude, you don't remember? Like, I'm like, I really don't. Sorry. I mean, I know the song, but I don't remember what it was leased on. I mean, I I remember everything about that song. That's an that's a that's a fun, interesting choice. What what was what you got? Until the end, just those words tattooed, and what did that mean to you? Yeah, but
1: now the question: is Where? The question is where. Uh oh. Chose to do it on his pubic
0: region.
2: Yeah. Can I pull it out on this
1: podcast?
0: Yeah, of course. <laughs> I have to see it now. Oh, it's obviously, obviously not on his pubic region. Ah, <laughs> uh, you were fucking with right me. Here. I was like, dude, I don't even know. Like, I gotta see that. Like I'm I'm fuck yeah, yeah I'm going down that, that alley. alley. Like you kidding me? The un- the
2: underside of my stack. Yeah, he got a shaft. Okay, well that's where I draw the line. If you were is, gonna is, if you were gonna still- give
0: me like full twig berries and whole, I'm not I'm not down. But like <laughs> it is above it a little bit, and it says like until the end. I'm like, how does that work? Because I'm now, now I'm thinking about like why that would be there. Like until the end of what? It's
2: like it's like well because un- until, until the end until you cross the line. You know what I'm saying? Like, until that's the that's end, there. yeah. There's a there's a line to cross. <laughs>
0: You guys are fucking wild. I love um, it. Oh,
2: there you go.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, no. You know, in all
1: seriousness, though, I mean, we all grew up, you know, listening to you guys and some not like fucking killer music. Like,
0: thank you, but dude's a massive thing. Thank you very much. Yeah, I actually, appreciate it. So yeah. Let, let's get. Back. It, so why, did some, you the why did you choose that? Why uh, did you choose that? That tattoo, though. Like you said, you from the song and everything. it's why did what was it about that song? Because it, to
2: me, it was one of those songs that was about. Um, it was about friendship over really everything. It was kind of a song that, like, no matter what happens, you know, we'll still be friends. You know, we can go through all the worst shit, and we'll still be friends. And, you know, that's something I hold dear to me. Like, I hold my friends very dear to me. I mean, like, Blake grew up with him. Alec, my drummer, grew up with him. Paul came along eventually, you know, a bass player. Um, it's but, always you know, a bass player that, that, gets, now, that like,
0: gets that. I got that, too. And he came along and, like, fuck you guys. I know you since I was in second grade. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly how it needs to be. Right. Yeah. It, it's what makes success. Yeah. The bass player. <laughs> um, but so, you know, I grew up with all these all these people that are like my really close friends and I always wanted to like keep them around no matter what happened. Because, you know, growing up, growing up being guys and shit, you, you know, you fuck your boy over sometimes, you know, you break guy code, whatever, you know. Oh, okay. You do you do you do things, but like at the end, you eventually find a way to forgive each other, and I feel like that's what that song was about. So it meant a lot to me in that. That's mm-hmm. why I got the
0: tattoo. Fuck yeah! Well, I appreciate you guys uh, as fun. fans and stuff. That's 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 rad. I, I I knew a little bit. Like I said, I heard about the tattoo. I didn't know where it was or what it was, but I I did hear that there was an Avengers tattoo involved. It's uh-huh. probably the only meaningful tattoo I have. Wow!
1: No chance. You got Monopoly tattoo on your hand. Oh yeah, Monopoly.
0: Forgot about Monopoly, dude. See, I love tattoos like that. That's how I am about tattoos too. Like a lot of people, are like make sure it's something cool that you really. I'm like, what do I think is cool? A fucking horror movie. Fuck that. Yeah, I have one meaningful tattoo as well. Yeah, it was, it was for Jimmy the Rev Sullivan. Uh, but other than that, the rest we yeah have, I have a fucking no ghost from Ghostbusters on my leg. Like I I I just think shit's funny. Love it. Yeah, I mean like that, that tattoos just need to look cool. They yeah, don't even mean mean anything. Yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. And I don't you even do. know if they look that cool. I mean, good art, guests, yeah. but like, <laughs> I don't know if that looks right. cool. It's just kind of something you do. But uh, right. some of our connections are like we're talking about full Tattoos and our connection. Uh, um, one more that we started to get into. We'll, we'll get back to levels in a second. But you guys are on Hopeless now. Uh, yeah. We were on Hopeless. Um, when I joined the band, uh, I met Lewis Posen, uh, the CEO of, of Hopeless, the first time at a Joe's Crab Shack here in uh, in uh, Long Beach, California. And uh, I had just joined the band, literally waking the fallen. We were kind of starting to demo out. And uh, I showed up and I was all of 18 years old. And I'm sitting down with the CEO of, of Hopeless. I was like, I don't even know what Hopeless is, but let's go. And uh, I sat down and I ordered a beer just to see if they'd serve it to me. They did. And I, I, I don't, yeah. I don't remember the conversation whatsoever, but like, it was, it was just kind of, it was just kind of crazy. Like how has your interaction been with uh, Lewis Posen?
1: Well, hold on. Really? Yeah. Great guy. I want to say great guy, great restaurant. <laughs> 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 it reminded me, um, cause we have another connection then if you, if it rings a bell, um, Matt Messer, um, I don't know. He helped in a sense. He was like an A and R for you guys too. Yeah, Kay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I remember Matt.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, Matty Messer.
1: Yeah, he's one of our. He's like boys with our uh, manager Dan, and he's our yeah, homie yeah. too. He looks out for us and love that guy. So it's funny. It's like a lot of you know small world. But um hopeless has been amazing. I mean, Lewis uh, Tobin. I don't know if you know Tobin or not. Eric Tobin, VP. Great. I had, dude.
0: I, again, I'll have to remind you. I just joined the band. I was eighteen years old and. uh
1: I, I, my there. only
0: interactions was with, was with lewis at the time and then uh our manager uh larry jacobson those dealings like uh very minimal interaction with uh with with everybody at hopeless but I do, I do appreciate that they uh they helped us out with a lot of stuff and released waking the fallen so that's pretty cool yeah that album, great album Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I thought you said that album, and I was waiting for you to like follow up, and then I realized you didn't say that album. I, I, right I, album. I, I,
1: that, that album. That album. Great, great album. <laughs> yeah, it's been cool. I mean, um, shout out hopeless. Obviously, they. Uh, the thing is, it's like I mean, numbers are just numbers, but you know, you have to have faith in a project like us because. Um, you know we're, we're climbing up, we're doing our thing, we're very independent, we're DIY, we're very resourceful. I mean, every one of us in the band and crew do something to attribute to our success, and, and from videos to you know, marketing to branding, everything. And so, um, it's not, but the thing is, it's not a guarantee that someone will have faith in your original music. I mean, because it's like you know, it's same thing with let's say just regular critics, of oh, you guys are just a cover band, so we write the song. It's like you know, we're not just a cover band, like check it out, right? So, it's like same with labels, I mean. You know, for us, it's not the end all be all, but, you know, we were kind of shopping because we felt we reached the, the sort of like the ceiling of what we could do uh, as far as ourselves goes. And we wanted to, we were, it, it couldn't go up further. So we had to start to go outward and then up. So mm-hmm. the, uh, so Hopeless was super, super awesome to us and um, very hopeful yeah so you know they've they've definitely done a lot and uh really believed in us helped us cross the line i think i mean you know at the end the product has to 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 sell itself but to get it to the people that you know want to be able to buy it is is what they've done for us and so um
0: you know it's been great so we're just kind of trucking along
2: yeah and then
1: hopefully we can get some
2: tours going
0: yeah (laughs) so yeah yeah well every everyone's hoping for some tours to come out but uh speaking of some of your success uh uh, what was it uh her eyes uh did really well your your guys original on uh i i heard it on octane i know it was on octane a lot so uh uh tell me a little bit about that song and, and the success through that
2: i think that song is an interesting one because that song is one of those songs that is just so emotionally charged and that's why it connects really well with fans um it's angry in all the right ways. It's sad in all the right ways. And it just,
1: it makes people really feel. So that's that to me is what made that song so powerful to people. That was also, so we were in the process of, you know, let's say we signed with Hopeless and we had a single for them ready. It was called Over It. So yeah. it was like the announcement release, you know, this and that. And yeah. then it was like, hey, let's talk about an album. And this would be our first album ever. So a body of work that large and that important, it's like, let's really get into it. And if I, if I'm correct her eyes kind of the demo it was came one of the about, last ones one of the last ones We're yeah. like yo this is like dope let's let's rock this um funny enough actually i think you might find this interesting based on how we do covers and stuff like that you know cover you have a song great song already whether it's rap hip-hop country whatever i mean we haven't covered a country song but you know what i mean Not right, yet. Yeah. <laughs> and um not yet so you just, you just take it and you make it how we think it would be our style and better so what's funny is that a lot of the demo process especially her eyes came about with um Essentially, I was just kind of fucking around. I've got, you know, I make beats and this and that, just like, you know, messing around. And if any, if no one knew any better, it would sound like, like a little Post Malone demo. You got, you know, you got your trap drums, this and that, melodic, and just kind of bullshit auto tune or whatever. And then, so the boys, they all like, yeah, let's fucking let's do this. This is awesome. And then you cover it, you make it, you, we make it our own. He ah. taps in to the emotions, the lyrics, and we we fire off the melodies, and then. So essentially, like, so you're using it's not the, just cover. And it's like we really. So you're using, that, you're using yeah, what? Yeah.
0: You're, you're using what kind of like has helped you uh, write songs in general? Like, just a that's that's a really interesting take. I do I do appreciate that because I, I you know uh, I've talked to a lot of uh, other musicians over the years and stuff, and with the new uh, phones and stuff, you have voice notes, and we sit there and we sing stuff into our fucking phone, and we, you know because you're out and about and you're like. I like this idea. I'm going to put it down. And then you listen back and you have like maybe one out of a hundred that you actually like, there it is. Yeah. He's showing me right now, all the voice notes. This is every, just for, for you guys at home, watching, listening, whatever it is, this is every single fucking musician. I'm not saying to steal yep. their phone, but you have like all of the, the ideas on, on the notes. Right. It's like, it's insane. Like, oh, we'll just he's, walk got, around. he's
2: got gold in his too.
0: Yeah. Oh No. There'll be like one you'll ever use, but like, you got to get the idea, you know, that like, and you start singing it. So I like your approach though, of calling it, covering it, the idea. And that's how you come up with your, with the original. It's a, that's an interesting take because that is kind of what you're doing. You, the idea is there now. How am I going to make it come to life? How am I going to cover that idea? Right.
2: Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people do write like that. They just might not know it. Because a lot of people will write with an acoustic guitar or, like, just to a piano. And you're like, okay, how do I make this sound? Like, if you guys were going to do it, how do I make this sound more like a Bench Semifold, you know? Like, that's the approach we take. How do we make this sound more like Fame on Fire?
1: Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, we also write together. And, uh, you know, there will be an idea that stems from a riff or, you know, something like that. But it's just interesting because, you know, if you've gone through levels or anyone at home has gone through levels, you know... I'm not gonna say they're smashers you know what i'm saying like they're not all bangers but a lot of them are melodies in a sense like once you go back and you listen to it, you go like wow there's really no difference between that melody and uh, like i like i keep referencing but like a post malone or maybe like a bieber or a juice world or something like that there's really no difference other than him with that grit and there's a very hard dynamic behind it there's really no difference if you break it down again it's that illusion of being heavy and so it's just a fun approach i mean so that's that's essentially her eyes in a nutshell and then you know, you throw a breakdown in there, make it fun.
0: And, um, yeah, you know, that a was, place yeah, where you can headbang after getting into work Fender work. Bender. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about there. <laughs> I, um, that's
1: why I'm like growing my hair out because I, uh, I find, again, talking about illusions, it's like when you have hair that moves around when you're headbanging, you have to do less work, you know? So it's sure. like, our uh, our merch guy his brother is with our, our manager Paul so he's our merch guy on the road and he there's a part of a song I forget what it, it might be EXO 12 or I just like I get in position and I just like it's coming up the breakdown and I just go bum, I'm just going like ham and he zooms in and with no context no sound or anything I'm just I'm, it looks like my head's about to fall off so essentially I gotta calm it down a little bit as I'm getting older you know I, I'm going to the chiropractor he's like dude you gotta you gotta <laughs> figure, you gotta figure this out so I, I'm trying the hair thing. So maybe it just looks like I'm going harder than I am. I
0: don't really know. Yeah. Well, yeah. hang on to that hair as long as you can, brother. Um, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, man. This has been a really great conversation, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, oh, nice. last, last couple things I want to get into. Uh, yeah, as I said, you got Rebel Rock coming up, Hopeless Records, Levels. Everything's going great. Um, where can everyone find you guys? Fame on Fire at everywhere. Fame
2: on fire band.com. You can go there. You can check out the latest music, latest merch, all that sort of stuff. I think it's just Fame on Fire on Instagram. Yeah, a lot of places it's just Fame on Fire, but yeah. either way you'll it'll pull up if you it's pretty easy. Pretty easy on the yeah. Lugal
0: on the Lugal search. You can uh you can you can find it right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah you can look up Fame on Fire nudes. You'll get all our OnlyFans on there. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> only fans hell yeah I love it
2: <laughs> yeah it's only pictures on my balls though so oh
0: is that is that next to the death bat tattoo um yeah yeah it's it's, it's where it's located <laughs> Jesus man um yeah you actually, guys are a lot funny. you guys are a fucking hoot I gotta say that and I thank you for being on the show I, I got a couple more things but I I have to thank you right now just because You've got me to drink. I woke up just like a couple hours ago, and I'm, I'm already drinking, so I appreciate you guys for making me do that. Um, Good. You know what? You know, you hey, brought cheers. up... Po- <laughs> cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers, everybody. Everybody at home as well. So um, you brought up Post Malone several times. As you said, Blake, Ryan, um, have either of you guys gotten any feedback from any of these uh, artists that you've been covering? Has anyone reached out to you been like, that was really cool? Or or they're like, stop fucking with my song? Like, what's, what's been up?
2: You know, I'll, I'll- I'll fucking say it. What? I'll fucking
1: say it. TM88? Yeah, so long story short, when we yeah. covered EXO Tour Life, which is Lil Uzi Vert, it's produced by a guy named TM88. Uh, TM88, super dope producer. I mean, that song went like a million times platinum. I have no idea what it is. But basically, yeah. when we covered that, he, he saw it. And the vi- the video went kind of viral. Um, And so he hit us up. He was like, yo, let's work. So long story short, over a year span, you know, we go back and forth, this and that, hits us up. He's got a demo for us. He's gonna drop it on his album. This and that, whatever. And we get this demo, and it's Wiz Khalifa. Yep. On his song. So uh, we knocked out a quick verse for it because we were quick. We we knocked out a quick verse for Brian, and we just riffed on the whole thing. And he we sent mm-hmm. it back. He fucking loved it. Sent fire emojis left and right. Our manager Dan goes straight for the kill. Says, "Yo, we want the feature." So paperwork involved. This and that. It was announced. This is why we can talk about it. It was announced. Now it wasn't we announced, just yeah, right. we have no idea. Long story short, this TM88 guy he was gonna end up dropping, uh, as a producer, his own album on Capitol Records. Um, okay. it's, been a cool. it's been a year or two now mm-hmm. that, you know, we haven't heard anything, it's not technically our song, but uh, long story short, we have a feature, was Khalifa, and that's pretty cool. Um, furthermore, I mean, we just, uh, yeah, we look up to a lot of these people, and so I'm not really sure if anyone's, like, hit us up um, to that caliber, but I feel like we're getting closer and closer and closer with, you know, the new booking agency, UTA, and stuff like that. There, there's, gonna, there's gonna be people
2: that eventually come along because like i said earlier rock is evolving it's evolving it is in right now what is the next step of rock yeah you know how do we push the envelope of that and so you know we're out here really trying to think about what's next for rock and
0: roll like how do we keep this genre going you know
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i'm glad you guys are kind of putting that on your shoulders there too i think that's i think that's a, a really good thing to do it's a you know um it's what everyone has done over the generations. People talk about like, oh, it's rock dead. You know, that's the that's the funny thing. You know, to to guys like you and me, it's like dead. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Like it's still going. Like, uh, and I think that's really cool. And it, it, and we've heard that over the generations, right? There, there's the ebbs and flows of rock yeah. music. And uh, you know, I'm I'm really glad that you guys are uh, are willing to take that on a little bit here. And uh, after talking to you, um, you know, listening, hearing the music, seeing the videos is one thing but after getting a chat with you guys, um, I think you guys have a, have a really, you know, already good, uh, solid, solid start, but a really bright future. And, uh, I hope you guys continue with, uh, with the way that you approach music and, uh, and, and, uh, and grow. Um, and I just hope, uh, really good things for you guys in the future.
2: Appreciate it. Really appreciate
0: it. Much. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, everyone go check out, uh, everything fame on fire. Um, 2020, they released Levels. Good album. Go check it out. Uh, great chat with these guys. Absolutely loved it. Thanks again for having some drinks with me uh, on a Friday afternoon. And until uh, next time, everybody. Cheers. And that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks With Johnny. Thanks to Blake and Brian from Fame on Fire for being on the show. Had an absolute blast with these guys. I don't even know if we, what we really talked about. You guys tell me. Make sure you leave comments, ratings, reviews, all that stuff make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast and uh till next time as always cheers
1: i don't think it overstates things to say that the beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time a secular religion if you will with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now on Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts.